What's going on, you guys? We are back with another episode of Strong and Worthy Podcast. A um, couple of different things. So our last topic was showing up. And I think this is kind of like an ongoing theme for both of us is how do we show up? How do we speak our truths? And kind of something we were talking about before hopping on here was, especially as a female, like how do you own your power, own your presence, own your beauty, own your sexuality, and walk around with confidence um, when there's a lot of exposure to, you know, like guys making inappropriate comments, um, fear of going out by yourself looking nice because of the women you've seen have sexual trauma and sexual abuse, things like that. So we'll just kind of dive a little bit deeper today about all of those things that have been coming up for us. Yeah, it's definitely not an easy subject. And I will say that it's an ongoing thing that you have to practice and you have to build confidence in that sense. Like for me, for a long time, I did therapy about it. I did therapy because I've shared that before too, right? Where I said like, I got tired of getting attention because I just didn't want it. I never cared for it. And at the same time, it was like not a good feeling, you know, of like being looked at like a piece of meat. So Mm -hmm. I told myself, just make yourself small. Just wear hats, wear the big hoodies, you know, like let your hair. Don't draw attention. Yeah. Let your (laughs) hair be hilarious. See, like don't make yourself attracted. And it worked for a while and it worked for a long time. But then I got to a different point in my life where it was like my self-esteem was really low because I kind of let myself go in that sense. Like I was still working out doing all the things. But when I would look at myself and be like, damn, like when was the last time I like straightened my hair? When was the last time I like did my makeup? When was the last time I bought a cute outfit? Like if you look into my Mm -hmm. closet, 95% of my clothes is gym attire. And I have like (laughs) things three shirts and three pants that I like to wear when I'm going to go out and I just like mix match, you know? So it's like, I have a little bit of clothes like that, but at the same time lately, especially from working from home, I've been like, I feel the most productive on the days that I get ready. Even if I'm not going to go anywhere, I like to be inside here in my office ready with my hair done with like a cute outfit. And if I go to the store or if I like go anywhere, walk my dog and and I walk my dog like with the cute outfit on, like it's a plus. I feel good showing up to the world that way. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I felt like I got this, like I, I figured it out. I know what to do. <laughs> and then life hits me with the situation of like, let me put you on the spot, see what, how you react. And I was like, whoa, I don't know how to fucking react. Fire, <laughs> somebody help me. And it was fucked up. It was fucked up. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, but then that's the thing, right? That understand the one, I'm not perfect. I'm just a human being. Like, I'm going to slip here and there. But I'm going to get right the fuck up and remember who I am. And mm-hmm. also, I'm not going to let other people win. I'm not going to let my own fear and insecurities win, right? Like, if I know I feel mm-hmm. my best when I'm ready, then why the fuck am I not showing up that way every single day? Why the fuck am mm-hmm. I not, like, showing up like my best? I know what makes me feel my best. What makes me mm-hmm. feel my best is looking good that helps me feel good and i don't give a fuck mm-hmm. like if someone wants to disagree that like oh your hair shouldn't matter or like what you were sure like if that's you boo boo great amazing for you like 
keep wearing the sack potato if that's what makes you feel best. I know what makes me feel best. So like we, uh, <laughs> Did you just we, keep wearing a sack of potatoes? Whatever it is, you know, like if you feel your best. She said, right, keep wearing you, your potato sack, bitch. I'm going to be out here. <laughs> like, if you're still wearing the same clothes that you did back in high school because that's what makes you feel good, so be Oh, it. shit. You know and I mean? and like, that's not to say that, like, putting on a cute outfit or doing your hair and makeup gives you more value, right? It's okay. not. It's not that. It's not that. Because I feel the same way. And I was actually thinking about this before we hopped on because I was going to do like a time lapse of us recording. And I was like sitting here and I'm like, it's kind of like when you show up to every day. Like, do you show up to life camera ready? Like, do you show up as your best? Do you show up confident? Do you know your lines? You know your role? You know your path? You know your goal? Like, do you show up every single day camera ready? And like, for me, the answer has been no. Yeah more often than not the answer has been no and so it's like what 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 is that and like I'm the most fit today that I've ever been but I have like the least amount of clothes that I feel comfortable in and it's so weird it's so weird I don't know if it's because I'm getting closer to 30 my fashion is changing and I don't know how to shop or if it's like kind of what what we were talking about before recording this like when I did all of that stuff, right? Like when I did my makeup and I put the lashes on and I did my hair, I was out at the clubs being a fucking hoe and being really, really, really like, I don't know the right word here, but like just throwing around my sexual energy willy nilly, like Mm -hmm. not very selective on who I shared it with, like gaining my value from sexual attention from men that I would meet out at the clubs, like getting blacked out drunk and waking up and doing shit that I don't even remember. Like I remember one night there was, we had a house party after A's game and we like went back to my friend's parents' house and I woke up on the couch of her parents' house naked with a dude and like apparently in the time that I had passed out and woke up, like her parents had gotten home and seen us like there on the couch, like not things that I'm very proud of, (laughs) but it's like, you kind of like compartmentalize block off that portion of yourself and then like move on. The reality is like, like there's there for me, there's not a ton of shame left because I've already kind of like, gone through that but I know a big thing that came up for you is like shame around that area and shame around us being women and looking attractive and being like oh well if I dress a certain way like I'm asking for this attention or I'm just gonna avoid the situation altogether and I feel like now it's like coming back into my beauty as a woman and like finding balance between like no I don't wear fake eyelashes or a full face of makeup and do the fucking bronzer and the blush and all that shit like I used to but like I like a nice BB cream and a mascara and my hair Mm -hmm. done nicely Mm -hmm. like I don't really curl my hair I don't do it it's a hot mess because it's humid here now but like I know that when I do that and get up and there's an intention behind the day and I feel good like I feel good and I like putting on a dress and I like feeling good but like somewhere along the line I kind of just disconnected with that portion and I think it has a lot to do with kind of what we've been talking about like 
well, it's just a little bit easier as a woman if I dress like shit. Cause I could, I could wear my sweatpants and a shitty crop top and have just mascara on and still get hit on walking into the gas station. Yeah. So it's kind of like, like, how do, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I feel like it's important to recognize that we're not crazy, that, like, society <laughs> is that way, though. Society, like, even women, other other women putting women down, like, why do you try so hard? Like, why do you do your makeup for the gym? You know, like, I don't do a full yeah. face of makeup, but definitely I put my mascara on. I like to put blush. I like to make myself look like a fucking human being when I'm going to go to the gym <laughs> and not look like shit. So excuse me. If that fucking bothers you, dude, to like, and you know what makes you break out? Well, like, guess whose pimples? You know, they're my pimples. It's my like, pimples. Why, like, why are you tripping about my pimples, dude? Like, if I break out because I'm sweating and I have makeup on, like, guess who's dealing with me? And I've dealt with it since I was a fucking teenager, so I'm kind of used to it at this point. You don't get to me like that. You don't. Or I love the scrunchy leggings that make my ass fucking look amazing scrunchy yeah when someone's like why do you wear that is that even comfortable in your fucking crack i'm like guess whose crack is up on my crack that's my crack (laughs) whose ass this is guess who worked for these fucking squats i did so it's like if you feel the most fuck you yeah if you feel the most confident at the gym wearing like the fucking big ass t-shirt that has Clorox stains all over because it's the same t-shirt you like to wear to clean your house and you feel good wearing that good for you go do that I feel like you just called me out right now (laughs) but if if that's you then that's fine you know I'm taking personal offense to your words I like to wear the things that make me feel good at the gym I like to wear Mm -hmm. because for a long time that's the only place I ever fucking went to you know Mm -hmm. it's like I at least want to go good there and mm-hmm. like see i feel like anytime i put mascara before i go work out i end up with fucking my shit's a hot mess i got like raccoon eyes within five minutes oh for yoga yoga is the one place that has humble the shit out of me i cannot wear any <laughs> yoga yeah you yoga. can't you can't you can't yeah so there i love it because i have learned to look in the mirror bare face mm. you know my it's hot yoga so you know my hair ends up looking like shit and being mm-hmm. like vulnerable as fuck around all these other beautiful women and anyone else who shows up and having to be like, I still love you. You're still worthy. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I show up because of how yoga makes me feel and it helps me tap in with my body and the level that I've been achieved to like tap in with my body is something that I have never been able to achieve with just weightlifting. So I mm-hmm. love it. And I'm going to show up because the reason why everybody else shows up, you know, like everyone else in there isn't going like, oh, my gosh, like, why is she not wearing makeup? But at the gym's different for me. The gym is that energy mm-hmm. of like, I'm that bitch. Like hum- mm-hmm. yoga humbles me and yoga is there for my spiritual self. Mm-hmm. Weightlifting, I get like my ego takes over and I'll just be <laughs> about it. You know, like my ego, like I want to be that bitch, like. I know that this body has taken a long time to build. It's like, I'm proud of it. I like to match Mm -hmm. my outfits. I like for my shoes to be clean, the cleanest I can. But yoga, it's like I go barefoot. My feet are dirty. Mm -hmm. My hair is a mess. Like, I've never really fucking wear makeup there. And I feel good. I feel safe. It's a safe space. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. But it's like. Okay. 
Yeah, so yoga makes me feel safe. It's a safe space. Everyone in there has great energy. And at the gym, it's just a different energy. I feel like everyone goes there because they want to be their best. So, like, it's not just my own ego. It's, like, everyone's ego, you know? Like, obviously, you have the people who want to lift really, really heavy. You have the bodybuilders. You have the the fucking hot moms that are, like, with three kids and, like, <laughs> crazy. And it's like, fuck that, dude. You have how many kids? I want to look like you when I get to that age. Like, everyone mm-hmm. shows up because they want to be their best self. And it's like, I'm not here to hate. Like, if you're going to put a full cake phase and, you know, do you, boo. Do and you. More power up. to you. More power yeah. to you because I'd be looking like a hot mess. Yeah. Like, I really, like, I don't understand what the issue is in these scenarios. But now, those two areas are my safe spaces. You know, like, I, whenever I walk into a new gym... I never feel insecure. I never feel like, oh my gosh, like look at these people who are so fit. I always feel like this is my fucking house. Even if I never mm-hmm. been to this gym, whatever gym, like I've been to gyms in Italy, I've been to gyms in Miami, I've been to gyms in Tennessee, I've been to gyms in Mexico, Costa Rica, you name it. And the only place where I was like, oh fuck, was Miami. <laughs> but because everyone <laughs> has a fucking BBL over there, nice yeah. hips, nice hips, <laughs> hair did. Like these bitches look like models 24-7. And even then I was like, fuck, I can't believe I'm training with these hot as people. Amazing. <laughs> you know, like I wasn't there like, oh fuck, shit. Why did I walk into this place? I was like, oh my gosh, like fuck yeah. These people mm-hmm. look amazing. Good for all of you. <laughs> You know, of course, it's more beyond than like just what you look like. But I guess that's what that's back to this, right? Like you get to look good and feel good and you get to understand that your value does not depend on how much mascara or makeup or not you're wearing and your value Mm -hmm. is on who you are in the inside. And so you get to be secure of yourself. You get to make yourself look and feel good. And you get to ask for respect because you give that shit to yourself and you get to stand in your ground that if someone wants to be disrespectful to you because of whatever things that they are dealing with, you get to defend yourself and you definitely get to have a voice and take up space, which mm-hmm. if you grew up not doing that, it's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be mm-hmm. easy. Sometimes it's a little awkward at first. It's awkward. I have cowered away from it. I just did the other day. I was like, I want to keep the peace like let me people please but then it costs me my own peace and that's not okay mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i am not going to sit here and tell myself bad yaya bad yaya you fucked up you fucked up no i'm going to have compassion to say like those are the habits that you have i understand we're growing we're not going to carry that because that no longer serves us so the next time anything like this happens i'm gonna need you to race to the fucking location remember who the fuck you are Remember how mm-hmm. fucking hard you have worked to get to this point. This self-respect and the respect that you... I don't believe that respect is given. I think it's earned. But if you earn it for yourself, then other people should respect you. And if they don't, then you get to fucking walk away from that shit. You don't mm-hmm. deserve that. So mm-hmm. the next time anything... It's like, oh, you happen, don't like what I'm saying? Okay, well, fuck you. Exactly. But like politely, fuck you. Like, I don't okay. wish you any harm. I don't... I'm not going to waste any of my energy on you, but also, like, fuck you. And to those thoughts, too. But also, like, honestly speaking, if if there's any dudes listening to this, one, if you're listening to us, I really don't think you're this type. But if you have homies that are this type that don't understand, no, 
fucking let them know what's up. Like, why are you making yourself look like a fool? Take the first no for an answer and just walk away. Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. I don't understand. Do you want to tell us how you really feel? I just feel like women shouldn't have to fucking worry about people pleasing. Like, I don't think that a woman should have to repeat herself. Like, if you said no, it's a no. Like, just walk away. I don't mm-hmm. think that men have the right to make women feel uncomfortable and walk around saying dumb shit. Like, like I told you, the day that one day, truly, I don't do this a lot because more often than not, shit like this happens. But, like, one day I was like, I'm going to go do errands. I'm going to look good, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to take my dog with me because he is a big dog and he makes me feel safe. Walking around downtown, this guy looking at me up and down, and he goes, oh, you have your dog with you so he can keep you safe. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Why did you feel the need to say that? Like, now you made me feel weird. Now you make me feel like I have to watch my back, you know? Like, what were your intentions behind that? Like, not because you have a fucking mouth means that you can just open it when you're fucking walking. Like, <laughs> Jesus, learn to shut the fuck up. Nobody's got to hear that. Like, women don't go around talking about, like, nice fucking jug you got there, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, women don't fucking do that. At least I don't know women who do that. Like, but guys just fucking think they can say anything and just be like, fucking nice. I was like, dude, I work hard for this as yes, but not for you to fucking make comments about. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah. Honestly, like. If you're that type of person, go seek for therapy. Like, I am asking you. From the bottom of my heart. I feel like those types of dudes are not listening to our podcast. Oh, but if you know but for somebody, the women that have been in those situations, I think our learning, right? Because it's like, fuck, dude. You, if you accept that you're a creator, you accept you create everything. Yeah. So you accept that you attracted that person making that comment to you. Right. So what's in your vibration that's attracting that? And that's challenging for a lot of people. Like, why did I create this? Like, what vibration have I been holding? Maybe in regards to men that I assume that they're going to behave this way. Because when dudes do that shit to me, I ignore it. I ignore it. I don't even let it come into my energetic field. It's like I got a fucking repeller system up for that type of shit. There's certain things I'm pretty good at and there's certain things like I'm still mastering. But like that shit, I am not even going to let that come into my space. I feel like when I'm like, go ahead. ahead. I I feel like when there's physical space, like if it's someone cat calling or whatever like i i ignore that shit all day every day when someone's like on my dms i ignore that leave them on red block whatever it's easy but when someone comes close to me like to my bubble that's where Mm -hmm. i have to learn to build my muscle of like i want to be comfortable saying no and Mm say just fuck off Mm -hmm. you know that's where it's like it's different for me to be like oh you're on the other side of the street like i don't give a fuck about you i'm gonna keep walking i do that all day easy but now you approach me and you don't fucking hear no the first time now i feel uncomfortable now i feel like i have to keep the peace now i feel mm-hmm. like i have to make myself small because this person doesn't fucking get it and that's the part mm-hmm. where it's like 
I just and if I speak up, I'm going to get hurt or there's a potential I could get hurt or be in danger. Exactly. So like, that's the Mm -hmm. part of me where I'm like, okay, like I just want to keep this bad bitch energy regardless, regardless Mm -hmm. of like how close or far away you're from me. Like I need you to know not to mess with me. I need you to Mm -hmm. know that I'm not, I'm not here for your fucking attention. I'm here because I like to look good, feel good. And I came to have a good time with my friends. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. it. Like the world isn't rolled around you or how many girls you can get. Like Mm -hmm. I am so past that mentality, you know, Mm -hmm. like hearing Logan talk about it too. It's like, okay, people love to brag about how many people they've slept with. And it's like, they don't realize the, the energy exchange that happens during sex Mm-hmm. and it's like or that metaphor of like okay cool you bagged a hundred hoes like now you, you got a hundred pennies so what you got a hundred pennies in your pocket I don't care yeah. <laughs> like that's just, just not important it's and I feel like impressive. once once your vibe switches like because then it's also like what are those situations like I'm not a huge fan of bars. I'm not a huge fan of clubs. I'm not yeah. generally going out to where people are heavily intoxicated because this was not a bar. the this energy was like a party. It was like a bar yeah, room. yeah. It wasn't even like a bar bar. It was like an open field beach, like hella old people, <laughs> hella <Yeah>. old people <laughs> dancing around to like rock and roll. And you found the one creepy dude fucking found me dude you attracted that (laughs) in order to heal because i feel like that situation brought up a lot for you i don't know how much you want to share on the record but i feel like you got to that point where it's like oh damn yeah like once you're close i feel like my safety is in jeopardy and that comes from a traumatic experience that needs healing yeah and i thought i healed it i thought but the older that i get the more that i'm understanding that healing is not linear and it's going to have its up and downs and it's going to have its repetitive lessons throughout it's life. a cycle it's a spiral yeah you so keep hitting like the same points mm-hmm. i definitely see it i'm much more wise today than i was the last time i had to go through something like this you know and so like i definitely i'm able to take a step back and be like okay i understand i understand it for what it was and i have that compassion and self-love for myself but mm-hmm. it definitely did bring up a lot. Like, for me, I grew up in this town, went to high school. I had that total phase as well of, like, let me be in control. Let me pick who I go home with. Let me pick. And even sometimes I wouldn't pick. I would just get blacked the fuck out and ask my friend, like, what the fuck happened last night? And she'd be like, oh, yeah. well, you were talking to that person. I was like, fuck. All right. Yep. It is yep. what it is. And then telling myself, like, I'm not going to do that again. And then next weekend, there it was again. And it got so bad mm-hmm. to the point where I felt like everyone knew my name and talent. They probably didn't, but I just thought they did, you know? So I was like, I need to fucking leave because there was so much shame around all of that for me that I left the mm-hmm. state. Like, I, was, I didn't even just feel like I needed to leave the city. I was like, I didn't fucking leave the state. And I went to Reno, never had gone visited Reno before my goddamn life. I was just like, there's this one town rent's cheap my cousin lives there i'm moving with her like perfect and i told myself like i'm only gonna do it for a year and see how it goes three years went by quick and it's like ever since i've came back it's like no one gives a shit <laughs> like it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be you know and i always did hold mm-hmm. that fear too that like 
I remember talking to my parents or my therapist about it, talking about like, oh, I feel like if one day I become really successful, all these fucking people from my past are gonna come up and and be like, oh, she used to be a slut, you know? And it's all not, mm-hmm. it's an, actually an unrealistic fear. <laughs> but mm-hmm. because if I was that successful and if anyone wanted to say that, like, I could just fucking block them. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't mm-hmm. hold my value to that anymore. Like, I know who the fuck mm-hmm. I am. And so, yeah, I do think it came up because I, I needed to heal some parts of me and I needed to, like, mainly what feels like to me, I needed to remind myself who the fuck I am and that mm-hmm. I have the right to take up space. I do. Mm-hmm. Regardless of mm-hmm. who gets uncomfortable. Regardless, mm-hmm. dude. Because I have walked through my life for so long fucking accommodating myself to others so I don't make feel others uncomfortable. And it's like, mm-hmm. for what? Like, I've only been missing out from doing to, that shit. To only hold myself back, right? Like, just making everyone else happy. But, like, who's taking care of you? And the answer is it's me. I'm responsible for when I feel like shit. And I'm also responsible for making myself happy. And if that affects you, I'm sorry. Because it's your job to make you happy. But it's mm-hmm. mostly my job to make me happy. And I'm yeah. not going to sit here and let you continue hitting on me or flirting with me when I feel uncomfortable and I don't want to talk to you. And that's something we were kind of running through. Like, how do you say that? And then you almost want to say like, how do you say that without being a bitch? Because as women, it's so easy to be like, oh, she's just being a bitch, right? Like her hormones, she's being bitchy. But it's like, no, I'm not being a bitch. I'm standing in my truth. And no, I don't want to speak to you. And I don't want to continue this conversation. Like nothing holds us back from speaking like that. And when you have that tone, if you're not fucking going crazy on the dude, odds are anyone that overheard your conversation would have been like, dude, leave her alone. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, right? If you were like, dude, why are you talking to me? Clearly, I've already told you no. Mm-hmm. Is there something you don't understand? Yeah. And that's okay. But I feel like, <clears throat> and I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be like as a woman because that kind of makes us sound like victims and we're not. But I think as females, we've lost the ability to tune in to our truth and our gut instinct. And so the feminine energy has become somewhat toxic and like vulgar and like kind of gross. Because sometimes I see women and how they act with their men and how they act on social media. And I'm like, this is not us owning our truth. And this is like, almost perpetuating the problem of why we're perceived this way but like to each their own but it's like how can we and and for both of us like how do we meet the world like I want to meet the world in confidence and I do feel good when I put on a cute outfit and like fuck anything that gets in our way like I'm sorry but you kind of have to have that mentality in order to even be successful because for both of us we're like okay what's holding us back what's holding us back from being successful and like for me I think it is fear of being seen and fear of being vulnerable and fear of people thinking I'm not perfect like that's big for me like I feel like I have to be perfect in order to get my clients to want to train with me or to want to follow me or for people to like me I have to look the best in these photos or post the best like it doesn't yeah. really matter what the point is being yourself and like expressing yourself and being comfortable in yourself and trusting your own inner guidance. Like if you feel unsafe, 
and your gut is like, hey, fight or flight, fight or flight, like, let's probably get out of that situation. Or if you're walking to a gas station, there's been time, dude, I pulled up to a fucking gas station on my road trip. And it was like this motorcycle dude coming at me. And I was like, nope, not getting out of the car, not getting out of the car, turned my fucking car back on, drove to the next gas station. I had like 10 miles left of gas, but I was like, I'm gonna just trust my instinct on this one. Or there's been times, like, I think there was also a time where like, I pulled Coda out of the car so I wasn't standing at the gas pump by myself. I pulled him out of the car and I walked around with him so people saw him. But it's like, trust those things in order to keep you safe. And like for you, you don't live in the best fucking neighborhood. So like when I lived in Eastside Las Vegas, fucking ratchet as fuck. Like I am not going out when it is dark outside. (laughs) Or there's one time I got home and there's this creepy fucking drunk dude in my, he lived in my complex and I literally called my coworker. I was like, what up, bro? You son of a bitch. You're going to stay on the phone with me while I walk inside my house. And if you hear me stop talking, you need to call 911. (laughs) But I wasn't scared. I didn't freeze in fear I was like I'm gonna do what I need to do to feel safe right now and for me it was hopping on the phone call and being live with someone I didn't really feel like I was gonna get murdered right but I felt uneasy I felt really really uneasy and so I trusted that and like that's the message and that's been my biggest learning is trusting my own inner guidance and not looking for approval from outside because if you think I'm a bitch for me speaking my truth that's your problem that sounds like your energy is kind of drained right now that's not on me but if I cower and I walk away and I hold myself back and I give you all of myself just to make you feel comfortable like that's doing a disservice to me And if I choose to hang out with you when I don't really want to, that's doing a disservice to both of us. Maybe it would make you happy because I'm here, but like, I'm not going to be in the best mood. I'm not going to be full of energy. And we're probably not going to have a really great time because I don't want to be here. So why would I do that to either of us? And I used to be like, oh, I'm not coming. I feel guilty. La la la. Like even for 4th of July, there's a lot of fucking shit going on this weekend in my ass. I didn't, I don't think I saw a single firework to be honest. Yeah. But Sunday, everyone came over as big party at our house. I didn't go. And it, it was no percent energy of like, I don't want to be around these people. I don't want to be there. It's not going to be fun. It was just like, we had a birthday party the previous day. My social meter, I monitor it because I got to stay in tune with myself and my goals and in alignment with what I want for my life. So I went Saturday, I didn't participate Sunday, but I showed, I knew I was going to show up Monday because I fucking love being in the sun. I love being in the pool. I loved that the kids were coming over. I loved that we were going to be outside all afternoon long in the sun. Like, I love that. And so I'm going to come excited, ready for the day, ready to have a good time and just be fully present with everyone. But when I needed my rest, I took it. And it's literally like no offense to any, like literal no offense. If I don't go to something, it's no offense to anyone. It's just, you know, I I am learning. And I think as I get more comfortable with this, right, like this is still very new to me and to you. So I think once we get more comfortable, like for me being in my own skin and being present and being calm and, and being able to be with people, it comes from being comfortable with yourself. And I think with the healing that I have going on right now, I am called to a decent amount of solitude. And I don't think that's a bad thing. It's not. That's my rant. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's always a five or six minute like that you have to ultimately you have to do what feels right to you despite yeah. what it looks like to the rest of the world right like yeah. i definitely feel like that message has been very common in my life and the life with the people that i surround myself with which is like hand selected um like with my sister too she's just recently gone through a bad breakup and like she's been posting dumb shit not like anything toxic or dramatic or anything, just like dumb memes you know and so baby daddy's family is telling him like she's posting all this shit and it's like memes dude this nigga's like going off on her talking about like why are you posting that why are you making it seem like you're so happy but i'm just like because i fucking am <laughs> jesus mm-hmm. christ your head. and she like called me she's like hey i just feel like I can't be my like I can't be happy because it makes other people mad. I'm like fuck that, dude. You go and you post fucking three times more on those stupid yeah. memes. Like post whatever not, you want. Do not hold back because your happiness makes someone else uncomfortable. Do not hold back. And it's like as I'm telling my my sister that I'm reflecting on myself. Like shit, I need to take my own goddamn advice. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I not hold back on who I am. Because this is who I am, who I showed up as the other day and coward, that's not me. That is not me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I only did that because I didn't want to make someone else uncomfortable. And that is bullshit because I'm not responsible for making them feel comfortable, you know? And so when I was telling my sister this shit, it's like, yeah, you take your own advice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like I feel like anything people hear on the podcast or anything we say to each other even, it's like more so to ourselves. Absolutely. Anything I ever pose, really, it's because it, like, reminisces with me the most. You know, like, a lot of the times the shit that I pose is shit that I need to hear. It's shit that mm-hmm. I need to, like, remind myself. And, like, for whoever else, you know, feels like, oh, that, you know, I resonate with that. Like, that's, it's, like, I feel like I relate to that. Amazing. I'm not doing it for you. I'm mainly doing it because I need to be reminding this shit to myself because I have patterns that I have lived mm-hmm. with. 20 fucking seven years of my goddamn life this shit is hard to rewire and so it's like the more repetitive <laughs> that i have and the more that it's in fucking eyes the more that my subconscious is gonna absorb it and be like this is your truth this is your truth like keep it it's mm-hmm. like reps it's like going to the gym like mm-hmm. my ass didn't fucking grow like this from one squat it mm-hmm. didn't i i don't and know and squats probably look like shit for the first six months, your pro- squats they probably weren't that good. Like <laughs> still, I'm always improving my squat form. I am always improving my squat form. I like, I'm at the point now where I like to squat without my shoes. I like to squat barefoot with just my socks on. Yep. I like to squat light because I'd rather worry about my form. Like every yep. day, I'm every time I go back to squatting, I'm not here. Like there was a point in my life where I like wanted to squat two plates and I did it. And I was like, amazing. Mm-hmm. But I also mm-hmm. had terrible form so mm-hmm. i have been so much more worried about my proper form and perfecting that and getting my reps in with proper form than i have been with like lifting heavier like the other day i've been lifting with this girl she's pretty she's a good vibe so she wanted to like put weight on the put more weight i was like you go girl like i will hype you up but when it's my turn again i'm gonna take that weight off <laughs> like i'm mm-hmm. not here to <laughs> against you I'm not here to fucking prove nothing to nobody. Like, we came to work out, have a good time, and I'm going to do the weight that I feel comfortable with going through a full range of motion. Like, my squats are still being perfected. So it's like, in the same way that I am patient with myself in the gym because I know, I am also translating that to my patterns of 
people pleasing where it's like okay mm -hmm. yeah yeah this is embedded in you be compassionate with yourself you've been this way for many many years this shit ain't gonna switch out of nowhere like one day to the next like it's gonna take reps it's gonna take practice it's gonna take patience it's gonna take mm -hmm. like knowing where you want to go with this and it's gonna take knowing where you've been and why you even mm -hmm. think this way to begin with so like it's all about mastery of self it's all about mm -hmm. understanding why and how and and how do I improve and how do I take a step back and how do I find more compassion towards myself and and how do I show more love towards this part that's so hurt and how do I heal this part that like I've neglected and pretended that if it's in the closet I can't look at it it's not there but it is there so here she is <laughs> it's causing a little bit of drama okay like how do I do all of this it has nothing to do with the fucking world and it does mm -hmm. at the same time because the mm -hmm. world is a reflection of us right so it's like mm -hmm. however you feel inside you're gonna see that on the outside that's what mm -hmm. i was asking you the other day like okay the universe doesn't give you what you want it gives you what you are so mm -hmm. having to sit there like holy shit there's insecurities like even though if i pretend like they're not there doesn't mean that they're not there they're there and the they're world there. is gonna put them on my face and corner me literally corner me and be mm -hmm. like here it is <laughs> do about it and i'll be like ah help and it's like no yeah come and help, <laughs> no help you you gotta handle this shit yourself you're a big girl handle yep. it you handle know it. and so mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 really all about self-mastery and i mm -hmm. want abundance so it's like i asked you the other day how do i become abundant in the inside and i just been like reminding myself like i have an abundance of love for nature love for my dog love for my boyfriend. I have an abundance of health. I mm -hmm. never go to the doctor. I can't remember the last time I got sick. Like I had got, I had COVID earlier this year, but like I got over it super fast. And besides that, like I've never really been the type that I never been on meds, never mm -hmm. broken a bone. I like, I've, I'm, I'm very healthy, you know, like whenever I'm not, and if I ever get sick, it's like once in a fucking blue moon, it feels weird. It's like, oh shit, I really have no energy. Like I remember one time, I got stripped or I was working at 24 and I'm sure I got it from someone there, but I had stripped <laughs> and everyone was showing up too. And I was like, Hey, you guys, I, I think I have certain like, why the fuck are you here? Go home. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> and then I go home and I was like depleted out of energy completely. I was like, I wanted to do something. I couldn't do anything. I slept all day. I remember I got really hungry. No one was home. So I like, I needed to feed myself. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the store and like, you remember, I don't know if you ever had like the, the soup that they would sell next to the bus station downtown. I forget the name of it, but it was mm -hmm. like, uh, well, anyways, I went and bought me a soup and I parked at Trader Joe's and I walked down to the bus station. It's not a long walk. It's just like a block away. It felt like a 10 mile hike. It felt like I needed every bit of energy for me to walk from point A to point B was like intense you know and i was mm -hmm. like holy shit like this is what it feels like to be sick this is horrible like <laughs> it was a total mission to get some fucking soup and i go mm -hmm. home and i just like let myself rest so sorry i got off track there but like my abundance of health <laughs> is amazing and i'm grateful for it and then i'm abundant in so many areas of my life that it's like okay i'm just gonna keep focusing on that i'm gonna keep focusing on the, what i have in the inside i have an abundance of patience i have an abundance of compassion towards people and towards myself and it's like i am abundant you know mm -hmm. and 
that's what I want my world to reflect as. And as mm -hmm. to what happened, I'm not perfect. Nobody as I will never be perfect. And that's not even something I'm aiming towards. I'm just aiming for self mastery. That's my goal. Mm -hmm. Happiness, my goal, bliss, yeah, goal to, like, have, ease. Like, I want to feel good. Yeah, I want to feel good. I want to be in tune with myself and with nature. I want to wake up excited for the day. Like I want to project out abundance and have it reflected back to me. Like those are all the things that we want. And I think it comes along with being open to sit with what's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Sit deep in that squat and have it be uncomfortable and then get yourself up out of it. Like run faster than you can. Maybe you trip and fall, but like you learn your boundary and then you can push that boundary. Like that's kind of how the, I feel like a lot of what we are going through. I feel like our stories kind of relates to fitness in a lot of ways because I'll find myself like writing certain things and I'm like, oh, like this totally relates to like being new in the gym. So it's kind of nice to take a perspective back and be like, mm -hmm. from a higher perspective, we are progressing quickly. Like we are doing the work internally and externally. And like, we're finding our passion, we're finding our calling, we're finding our own connection with our own higher self. And that's something that like, I want everyone to know because for so long, I was looking for the answer in a book or I was looking for the answer mm -hmm. on YouTube or I was looking for the answer, like looking for the answers, but like not going within and, and really going within in the uncomfortable shit in the shit that happened to you as a child that you hate in the shit you did in your early twenties that you're ashamed of, like all of that shit. And like, being okay and tuning into your higher self. Like everyone has an inner guidance system. Everyone has a higher self. And like, we can sit here and be an example and like show proof that this shit works and the law of attraction is real and you create your own reality. But until you really start to tune in with who you truly are from a non-physical perspective, things don't really budge. And that, that was, a thing for me and I think I'm in the situation I'm in for a reason because like I'm having to release the attachment to like do 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 like task completion working out doing yoga like doing all of these things and now my most of my work is energetic so using my imagination to create the life that I want using my inner guidance to follow my bliss throughout each day and allow the end day to uh, the day to unfold so that's and and it's been also like kind of a sigh of relief because like I don't have to finish this book I don't have to read this other book I don't have to I don't have to get xyz certification like you don't have to do that. You have to tune in, figure out what you want and allow the universe to show it to you. And that will change your life. And that is changing my life and I think your life. And so I know a lot of people listen to get inspired and to help. I think a lot of you guys that actually listen throughout this whole time, at least from the feedback I've gotten texts from people and messages I've seen that you've gotten, it's like, hey, you guys have helped me a lot kind of come into my own power mm -hmm. and I, I like that because like don't come to us for the answers and I feel like both of us would kind of hesitate on recording on days where we didn't feel that great like an hour and a half ago dude you were not in like a the headspace you've been on for most of this recording but like we had to work through some energetic shit 
to get there. But it's like, do that work. Go within. Talk to your friends. Be vulnerable. Be honest. Like, be honest. Because if you can't be honest with yourself, you're not going to find those breakthroughs. So, like, even when it's ugly, be honest with yourself. Like, I know there's a lot of areas that I can improve. There's a lot of different things that I could be doing. But energetically, I feel like things are smoothing out. Like, yeah, there's a lot more tasks I could complete. I could do a lot more working out if I wanted to. Like, there's always more that you could do, but like, where's your energy when you take those actions? Is it in alignment or are you like forcing yourself to get motivated for something you don't truly want to do? So that's all I got today. Yeah. Be okay with taking up space. Be uncomfortable Uh, with it because if you're not used mm -hmm. to it, it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So be comfortable with the uncomfortable and remind yourself what you're worth remind yourself who you are and Mm -hmm. definitely come within yourself for the answers like sit Mm -hmm. alone don't be Mm -hmm. afraid of the quietness don't be don't be afraid of like you know your thoughts because that's where the answers are like what's the one subject that keeps coming up to you then ask yourself why then ask yourself what about it like why is it here what is it trying to teach me and go from there If you're never wanting to sit alone in in the quiet, if you're not wanting to look within and shit is scary, like, I get it. Shit is scary, especially when you hold shame or fear. Those things are not comfortable, but I promise you, on the other side, like, it didn't kill you. It did not kill Mm -hmm. you. Like, you're still standing here. Like, you didn't die out of shame. You didn't die out of fear. That one trauma that fucked you up mentally didn't kill you. You're still standing. So you're a lot fucking stronger than you think you are. And you can handle it. You can handle it. And so if you feel like you need help, rather that's a therapist, rather it's your best friend, rather it's your mom, like, reach for help. That's what we're all here for. Like, we're all humans. We all have these thoughts. We all feel like we're fucking lost some days. And then we feel like we're on top of the world and next, like, it's relatable. It's just the problem that not a lot of people are willing to talk about it. You know what I mean? Not a lot, mm-hmm. And it feels, that's what makes you feel like no one gets me because you're not talking about it. You're not mm-hmm. putting yourself out there. I promise, like, if you speak about something, whatever it is that you're going through, you're going to find, like, there's 7 billion people in this world. You're going to find someone that relates. <laughs> it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. <laughs> I know that feeling. I know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. Even if you feel mm-hmm. like no one would ever, ever understand me, somebody will and somebody can help you. But it is mm-hmm. on you to reach out for help because, like, like I said, like I'm lucky to have Megan. The conversations that I have with her are conversations that I used to have with the therapist and I used to have to pay her money for it. Like, I literally <laughs> no one give a shit for a long time. I was like, no one gives a shit. Like, if I need to speak about this, like, I need to pay someone for it, you know? Because even mm-hmm. the shame, too, like, the shame that I held, it was so fucking deep. It was like, well, therapist isn't going to fucking judge me because that's their fucking job. So let me go talk to her. But it's like, when mm-hmm. I tell you, like, even the shit that I tell you that I'm like, is she going to judge me? Like, okay, I'm going to throw a little mm-hmm. bit more. Okay, I'm going to throw a little bit more. She doesn't <laughs> judge me. Okay, okay I'm going to. And now it's like, I can just come to you and be, like, straightforward. Like, dude, this is what's going on. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, why? And then it's like, you never, like why the fuck were you that way? Or why Why did you do that? Or, you know, like, you never fucking mm-hmm. come at me that way. And that, those were mm-hmm. my fears before. That mm-hmm. people were going to judge me. And it's like, for the rest of the world who does judge me, like, I really don't care because being able Doesn't to have talked through it 
has built up my confidence and like mm -hmm. it's really like that old saying those that that matter those that care don't matter and those that matter don't care i think that's what it is those that those that care, care don't, don't matter, matter. And those, and those that, that matter, matter don't care. Yeah. So even if you're in that relationship and you start sharing yourself and the person's not receptive and it's your best friend for 20 years, like it's okay. It's okay to grow apart. It's okay to release people. Like keep those people that you feel safe with. Like you got to have a safe space. And that's why like I started our 90 day challenge and it's closed private group. It's literally seven, eight of us girls, and we're in there. And it's been amazing just to see what people share when you take away the filter, right? Like people have shared some really powerful stuff in that group. And like, a couple of them like brought me to tears. It's just really nice to see people being authentic and being them themselves and sharing their story, knowing that none of us in this fucking group are going to judge anything that you say, mm -hmm. like no one. And that's a really beautiful, like, place to be in because even for me I'm like dude I'm not super comfortable recording myself and like sharing videos and talking on camera like sometimes I feel like I can't focus my words but like in this group I'm like cool I'm the host I'm hosting this 90 days with these amazing women and I feel safe so this is a good place for me to just fucking throw on the camera watch myself watch my footage it's like being in a sport right you watch your lifts you watch yourself in the gym you watch your form like let me watch myself speak. And it was similar with this podcast, dude. It took me a fucking month to listen to our first episode because I hated hearing my own voice. It just like, mm -hmm. it was weird for me. It was so uncomfortable. And then I listened to it and then I got into like studying where like we would go back and forth on like, hey, this sounded good. Like, oh, my voice is, is really loud in this or like when I feel insecure and I'm not secure in my words, I notice my voice goes deeper. And so hearing that in my own voice and now like I'll throw on a podcast and sit there and work and I'll, I'll forget that it's us talking. I'll be like, damn, this is like, it's cool shit that I enjoy listening to. And it's us. And I'm not like, what did I say here? Like, did I say something wrong here? Did I get all my, like, I don't really care because we've gotten to the point where it's like, clearly this is for us. And like, the people that listen are the people that listen. And we're grateful for every single one of you guys. But at the same time, this is for us. And we're using this as a tool to grow and learn and kind of share these things. And for us, the next 90 days of this is like, let's show up. No matter mm -hmm. what our vibe is, we're going to post every week. We're going to start recording video. Like, we're going to give this our all for the next 90 days and see where we are. And I think today was a good, a good, learning of that we'll wrap it up here in like one more minute but like when we got on i was like damn yeah yeah okay we are here like and i was totally cool if we spent an hour and a half talking you had to cry we were good we hop on and record in a couple days but like we still did it and you still showed up so like kudos to you because you could have easily stayed in that vibe that you were in but like you hopped on here and you were like i just needed to remember who the fuck i am and i got chills when you're saying that and because it's like put on your fucking big girl pants, like go out, get ready for the day and like go live your dreams. And those, that's the conversation I have to have with myself sometimes too, because it's like, put your fucking big girl pants on. Remember who you are. <laughs> like you're not a victim of your circumstance. You're not like none of that. Own your shit. Remember who the fuck you are and own it. Own that shit. You're powerful. Mm -hmm. So, all right, well, we'll let you guys go. If you stayed with us for an hour, Good for you. <laughs> Go 
out there and take up space. And thank you. Go out there, take up space. <laughs>